0: Hi, this is Bruno Grangier from LEAF. Today, we are talking about the impact of the coronavirus outbreak on the development of corporate social credit in China. We are invited by Cecilia Vermelon from Bencham, Shanghai. Speakers are Gregory Louvel and Bruno Grangier, partners from LEAF, a law firm in Shanghai. And here we go.
1: Well, both partners and uh, Leaf Law Firm. Leaf is a corporate law firm based in Shanghai, but also recently in Europe, right? Exactly.
0: We have so an office in Paris now.
1: Congratulations. I've heard it's very, very recent. Okay. Leaf has a strong focus on MA activity with um, special knowledge on tech. They propose today consulting service on social credit system and more specifically the audit that come with the credit social system. Uh, You are in China for around 10 years now.
0: Yeah, a little bit more, 15.
2: 15,
1: yeah. yeah. So you've been through the stress crisis and now to the COVID-19 crisis, so you can uh, easily monitor how it impacts um, the legal framework in China. Mm -hmm. I will remind a few rules about this uh, webinar that will be uh, also use as a podcast after this session. So uh, everybody's muted uh, except the speaker. So Gregory, uh, Bruno and I, we are not mute, but you are. You can use the Q&A option at the bottom of your screen to ask all the questions you have. So please feel free and shoot. We also have at the same time a WeChat group where you can uh, ask your question. Um, this session is recorded and will be further broadcast as a podcast. We're going to divide this session in three parts, uh, and we're going to make short uh, Q&A session after each part. The first part is to talk about what is credits uh, social system, so it's the framework what we are talking about. The second part is the focus on COVID-19, how this crisis is impacting the CSCS. And the last part is, um, I would say, business case. We can say it like that.
0: Yeah, example of the the cases that we have seen in the in connection with the uh, the, the credit, the, the corporate credit system.
1: At the end of the session, we will do a wrap up, and there will be another um, session of Q and A. So uh, you can shoot your questions during the entire webinar. Don't wait. Don't lose your questions. Um, it's, uh, uh, there is no bad moment to ask your questions. I am Cecilia, I am the general manager of the Benelux Chamber of Commerce in Shanghai. Um, today, I would like to contextualize this webinar with um, the outcome we receive from our community in Shanghai. So since the beginning of the crisis, the Chamber is monitoring its members and how they behave or they are driving through the crisis. Um, it's, it's quite obvious that this crisis has direct impact on Benelux Enterprise in China. Um, it means that more or less uh, everybody is concerned, has uh, staff impacted, has sick people in the staff. It's really changing the operation for Benelux Enterprise in China, and furthermore for enterprise um, European enterprise in China. The biggest impact is on HR topics. Um, HR is the most impacted um, fields for companies. We had some salaries issues. We had some annual leave regimen issues with the extension of the Chinese New Year holiday. We have quarantine issues. That's the biggest concern. It's HR. Uh, So I think uh, the focus uh, today will be uh, this, uh, this, this matter. What is good is that uh, Benelux enterprise were very fast to react. Uh, People um, didn't see this crisis coming, but they react quite well and fast, uh, which is good. So even if you don't have a crisis plan ready, uh, people, uh, European company, they implement remote uh, office uh, arrangement quite fast. Although they were not completely, um, they were they were they had mixed feeling about uh, remote office efficiencies. So that also says something about crisis plan that companies may have for this kind of uh, episode. There is also something I really would like to talk, but maybe we will have some time to talk about it later. Is um, crisis plan we can see uh, among our members that a lot of them didn't have any crisis plan ready. And I think today the topic of the social credit system will emphasize this importance of having a crisis plan ready and how we can link this to the social credit uh, system. But we're gonna come back on this point uh, during the conversation. There is maybe one advice you've heard since the beginning of the crisis, since beginning of February is be 100% compliant. Compliance, compliance, compliance. Compliance with protective measure. Uh, compliance um, about quarantine. Compliance about uh, human resource um, um, human resource measures, sorry, you may take uh, towards your staff. It's to be compliant. I think this word, being compliant during this crisis, is even more important when you consider this um, regarding the social credit system, right?
0: Yes, exactly, Cecilia. And uh, the, um, the 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 Corona crisis, uh, the coronavirus crisis, has shown that the system uh, and uh, the, the government does not intend to uh, to stop the development of the system. And clearly, uh, they have even the, the crisis has even illustrated the fact that the system is agile, uh, new, and specific regulation has been issued. Uh, in order to take into account the, the existence of the crisis uh, with respect to the coronavirus, and we will talk about that later. Mm.
1: So that, let's make one thing clear: there is no pause in this uh, implementation of the corporate social credit score, right?
0: I don't think so. And uh, again, uh, when you when you can see the the, the specific regulations uh, in order to lower the pressure on some companies. Uh, which cannot pay uh, their debts in terms of, uh, uh, let's say, uh, less, pen- less consequences on the social credit uh, due to the fact that you cannot pay on the one end and uh, new sanctions for companies with antisocial behavior such as uh, a production of fake medical equipments. It clearly shows that the system is there, it's implemented and the crisis is not stopping the, the functioning and the development of the, of the social credit system.
1: It's, it's even the opposite, right? I think this corporate social credit, it's somehow helping, supporting the authorities while managing the crisis. Uh,
0: yes, it, uh, it can be used, it's true. It can be used uh, in order to uh, push people and individuals and, and companies to have a specific uh, behavior uh, that is considered as, uh, let's say, adapted to the situation. What do you think, Greg?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think there's something very interesting with the uh, this, uh, I would say, uh, experiment to have a social credit score, because um, it, it comes from the idea that uh, the, the U.S. have in place this ecosystem that really uh, give some liquidity to the uh, situation in uh, in the U.S. where you can basically based on your FICO score and then the algorithm you can obtain credit instantaneously by banks. It, it serves in many aspects of life to, to rent an apartment. Uh, you, you you get a FICO or recall card and, and, and then you okay, okay, this person is reliable, I can have him as a tenant or not. So it's really something that brings um, um, stability and, 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 um, and trust overall in the system. So China, uh, I was having this idea of how to to implement that, and they've been working on this uh, uh, social credit score uh, for, for for many years now. I mean, at least from uh, twenty fourteen, and um, and as Bruno always say, that's something we've been monitoring in the past. You know, and many transactions as part of our due diligence, trying to obtain some credibility record on on, on the targets, on the beneficiary, etc. And um, and now suddenly. Um, China, you know, they, they come out of the wood last year. It was very low key, and 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 they decided to to roll it out nationally and in many different uh, uh, administrations, like uh, Sarikoo, and to, to, to try to make a very comprehensive system that would just irrigate the entire um, like, uh, all the economic branch of the of society, so that people actually uh, have an idea of what's happening at different level of. Uh, locally and, and nationally, so that people have a, a full picture of mm. who they're dealing with.
1: I think it's uh, it's a good time now to maybe remind our uh, attendants, I'm sorry for this very bottom line question, but what is corporate social credit score? What yeah. is the framework we need to understand to have this discussion?
0: Let me try to summarize that. So this system is, uh, has been created first of all, as Greg was saying, to build trust in the marketplace and uh, broader society. And uh, it was initiated in uh, 2014 and organized by a plan uh, from 2014 to 2020. Uh, there are two different connected systems. The, the first system is the monitoring of individual uh, individual behaviors, which is let's say still at early stage. And uh, a more sophisticated system, more advanced system, to monitor corporate behaviors, and that's what we are talking about today: the corporate social credit system. And there are three main um, elements to define this system, which uh, which is the which are the, the data aggregation first of all, so the, the collection of data through different uh, sources, uh, which has been in operation since 2015, and. Uh, the main, uh, the main illustration is uh, the, the the creation of the United Code, uh, the United Social Credit Code for each company since a few years ago. The backbone of the social credit is a, a, a gigantic uh, database called uh, the National Credit Information Sharing Platform. That's the first thing: the data aggregation, the collection of data through several administrations which have signed MOUs, a Memorandum of Understanding. That's what the, then the evaluation. The evaluation is uh, the fact that uh, we have several rating systems applicable to several topics tax, customs, food safety, uh, and uh, companies may be subject to several rating systems. Uh, some people even mention up to 30 systems. Then, uh, in parallel, we have a blacklist system, which uh, is applicable to uh, highly non-compliant companies for some operations, such as uh, uh, anti-monopoly breach, uh, cyber or security or data transfer breach, major tax breach. And uh, a company that belongs to uh, several blacklists can be actually uh, added to the list of heavily distressed entities. Okay, It's a kind of national blacklist. In parallel, we have another system, which is the watch list. The watch list is uh, the company which are under scrutiny. And you have the red list for, uh, let's say, compliant companies uh, which benefit from some uh, rewards.
1: I have a question.
0: And, And then the third system is exactly the joint system of punishments and rewards, which is based on a system where whoever violates the rules somewhere shall be restricted everywhere.
2: So just just Bruno, if you if you allow me to interrupt you for a minute, I think there is something that is absolutely fascinating about uh, this system is that it, it's it's absolutely Chinese. Okay, I mean like you see when you analyze how the system work, all the main feature of Chinese history for the last seventy years or more, and all the all, all the part. Uh, that actually keep china government busy in their in the way they construct society and and i would say you know a sociologist would ju- could just be able to re- reviewing how the social um, credit score works could just draw a picture of what china is right now and and you mentioned a few things that are absolutely uh, i mean it, it's it's a very chinese reply and answer to a very to a universal problem so there's a lot of um, uh, people are worried because we see it from outside and we don't see it as, in, as insiders, and we see that there are sanctions. their China historically uh, was not very transparent. There's a, the, the people were claiming a lot of corruption at local level, etc., uh, etc. Et and 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 so they they, they, they mix in their mind uh, what they know, what they heard about China, what they about yes. China, and, and and this you know uh, very tech narrative that the Chinese government is selling us that becomes Big Brother. You know, we're going to control everything. we yes,
1: everything. But, there is yeah. definitely a lot of fantasies about that. And yeah. I'd like to know how uh, we collect the information. Do you have to provide yourself the information or do they collect the information on you? Well,
2: that, that depends. It depends where and it depends uh, what field. I mean, in many cases, you know, they're going to use public databases like, uh, you know, cha or I mean, like the, the, the kind of a database that professional use to get information on companies, like you know, uh, uh, public registry. Uh, so they they will just automatically grab data from that. But at the same time, you know, uh, for example, and, and that's something you know we were intending we to discuss a bit later. But for example, in environment, Gansu Province, itself reporting. So they, you know, you just you just report whatever you feel is is has to be reported. Of course, you know, if uh, uh, at one stage you know she hit the fan, then you're gonna be in trouble, you know, if you don't report it. But there, so the, the, the idea is really, uh, it's, it's, it, there's no unification. It's not that easy, you know. I would say, you know, intellectually they they try to standardize everything. They put in place uh, a kind of way to to get things working out for everybody. Give transparency. Give uh, uh, credibility and trust in the system, but when you look in details, there's still going to be differences locally, and, uh, and and there's so many things we don't know at this stage. Uh, like we don't know what the algorithm for an aggregated uh, credit score is going to work. Uh, we we don't we don't know how it's going to work, you know, to aggregate local and national uh, credit scores. That's really, I mean, that, that's people are. I would say, as you say, there's a lot of fantasies and. And, and China China government should do more to explain exactly where they're coming from and what they want to achieve here. And yes. I believe that that could be a very useful tool for everyone to know because, you know, in so many cases as lawyers, we've been having uh, people, oh yeah, we we want to deal with this company, and uh, so they, they promised promise millions and, and to you know uh, to pur- purchase our goods, etc. Yeah, that's and exactly we what did, we are doing we are, today. Yeah.
1: Actually, we are yeah. doing some, uh, I think, education, spreading the information, the information we have, the information we understand. So I understand, yes, there is a lot of, um, I won't say overlapping, but there is many many layers of understanding of this system. And yeah, as you said, it this Absolutely. is typically. Uh, Chinese. I think also it's a process, it's something in progress. So it has been announced in 2014 and the full implementation is scheduled for the end of 2020, right? So, um, uh, and it's, the scope is quite large because it's every entity, every individuals, but also every corporation, also every SOEs and uh, governmental bodies. So the scope is very large and we understand there is uh, many layers and many, um fields to, to 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 assess so you try to deconstruct all the fantasies about this uh, corporate social credits um, maybe
0: maybe Cecilia just to come back to what you are saying uh, it's true that the the corporate social credit is uh, actually um, targeting all the companies it 's true that it's also uh, targeting the administrations and the government the, the, the public bodies you said it's uh, it's also um, Touching or it concerns all the people, and I think here we may we may want to, you know, correct it, uh, correct this view. I think that it doesn't touch uh, everybody. It's actually uh, the con- I mean, it's it's targeting mostly, as of to date, the legal representative of companies and the person in charge of some uh, specific departments, okay. such as the finance, the customs. So if you are not in charge of a department that is uh, under scrutiny of the social credit, actually, as of today, you are not uh, concerned by that.
1: But what you mean is that your individual score may have an impact on your corporate score, right? Um,
0: Depending okay. on
1: your position, this is what you are talking about.
0: Yeah, so here we're talking about the contamination. So the contamination is a concept uh, very specific to the social credit where there is also a lot of myths and a lot of uh, still a lot of things that are, un, you know, to be specified by the by the regulation. What we know for sure, the contamination in the social credit uh, works both ways between companies and individuals. Maybe Greg, you want to say something about that?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um... I mean, as you say, you know, we we decided to collect contamination because, uh, I mean, but it, it comes right now in the current uh, context, a bit uh, weird to use that word. But anyway, so the the idea uh, is that um, if you, if you, you know, because one of the favorite trick of, uh, of 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 tricksters in China is to be direct. I mean, to be directors in so many companies with almost the same name, and 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 so that you never know really uh, what company you're dealing with. And, and where you're sending money and, and, and they, 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 they they put money from one place to the other, et etc very quickly. so uh, so you can't really follow up on that. So one of the, uh, of the idea of the Chinese government was to say, okay well we're we gonna have this map you know we're gonna map everything so we know who is behaving badly. and if you behave badly, badly either at, uh, at the individual level, the, for example, you don't repay for your debt uh you 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 get a bad credit score at the individual level and, and then if you're a director in a company that may con- you know uh, uh contaminate the company itself and downgrade the uh, the rating of the company. So pushing people to to behave the right way. And and mm, reversely, if you work in a company that has a bad grade and you're a person in charge, so that's gonna impact your personal credit score, pushing you to remedy the situation at the company level.
1: You mentioned something earlier that I really like. You say to understand corporate social credit, you really have to understand China culture and Chinese culture, right? Yeah, you so. well, I, I you know,
2: yeah, 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 um, yeah. I mean, I mean, there's something that is absolutely, um, I mean, very interesting here. OK, that first of all, um, you, you get the, the belief that if you sanction people, they're going to behave the right way, OK? So it's a top-down approach. I'm, I tell you I tell you what you should be doing, and if you don't do it, I'm going to sanction you. You're going to be grounded for that.
1: Um, and, and, I say, I mean, so, sorry, Greg, I interrupt you, but you yeah. have a question that is very sure. interesting. You see, recently on social media, a lot of people um, expressed their opinions about what is wrong and what is right, and who is doing wrong and who is doing right. We can see there is a kind of parallel system or something quite aligned also on this Chinese social media and uh, sometimes of um, uh, name shame and repetition shame. It's kind of a, a second system. So we have a question here saying, how do you anticipate these two streams of so social media on one side and the corporate social credit on the other side going forward or have an impact on one other? I think this one is quite interesting because... Yeah.
0: Let, me, let, me, yeah, let me try to reply to that. Um, I think that uh, we have read that uh, the corporate social credit of companies may be impacted by uh, public medias or e-reputation. As of to date, uh, what we know. As of today, t- we know uh, that uh, there are discussions between the administration and um, the big e-commerce players and the big uh, financial institutions. Uh, don't forget that the social credit system is developed by uh, the, the giant of the tech. Yeah, in Alibaba. China, Alibaba, Alibaba Hades, Tencent, right? yeah. Yes. But what we what we know is that there are some interactions. Um, there is a, a fear that uh, uh, you may be uh, downgraded because of your e-reputation as of today it's not uh, implemented uh, so it may be it's a question mark will it be implemented later on is it really something that will be implemented well we have to be uh, we have to wait and see uh, for that mm. we may anticipate that mm. some uh, of uh, some elements of the e-reputation or some elements gathered on e-commerce or uh, digital platforms, digital private platforms may impact the social credit as of today we cannot say for sure that the e-reputation will uh, impact or strongly impact the social credit
1: mm. of the companies but we can imagine that it it may happen in the future um, Let- talking about punitive measures i would like so because that's that's what we are trying to addressing today you mentioned when explaining about uh, CSCS, what there are, they may have punitive measures and incentive measures can you tell us more about this incentive and punition
0: yeah G- guy you want to say something about
2: that yeah 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 okay well the, 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 you you know i mean you would just mention the name and shame uh, yes so that's that's very I mean that's very uh, Chinese and for 1949 China right I mean uh, you just you know cultural Revolution people were just uh, putting big uh, ads about everywhere where you know they were reporting etc and they, they, they pretty much use the same strategy they were using uh, um, 40 years ago just in a tech way okay so you're gonna have a reputation list Information is going to be is, public, is already public. You know, people doing good things, people doing bad things, people being uh, companies being helping out uh, in the uh, during the uh, the virus outbreak uh, would just get recognition for that, and, uh, and that that's, it helps them to get access to public markets and and get good scores. So that's a kind of a very public system that they put in place. Then there is a grading system A, B, C, D. Uh, in, in for many administrations and, and and in some cases they want to put a, a grad uh, out of 100 and and again that's very chinese in the sense that uh you know uh, the, i mean not only chinese but the, the Gaokao system you know the uh, the university entrance system works uh you know as, as a wondering the uh, grade mark so so people just understand where it's coming from it's very natural for chinese to understand how it works and where you stand yeah. um and uh so you get you get these grades abcd and um, you, if you basically A and B are okay, A is, is the best one, B is acceptable. C, in many cases, uh, that's fine, except that you're getting cut out of uh, some key aspects of a uh, public market in some, case, in some cases. And D is a no-go, B meanings that uh, um, you, it's gonna impact your, definitely your uh, tax credit you may have or um, you, you're going to have to pay fines, etc., etc. et cetera. Et cetera. So, uh, so just to give you a quick overview of how it works. Bruno, you yeah. want to add something?
0: And what, one specific system also of the corporate social credit is uh, in parallel of the grading system that you just described, uh, which um, has uh, an impact or is your life. The, the, the very specific thing of the corporate social credit is the blacklisting which is a system actually, which is a collaborative system. Um, The way it works is if you are sanctioned by one specific administration, for example, the custom uh, custom, uh, administration, all the other administration that have signed a memorandum of understanding with the custom uh, may actually also sanction you. So for example, you may have a sanction in, in custom because you, you don't comply with the custom duties in China. And then in parallel, you may have a, a sanction uh, with the tax, uh, or uh, you may lose some subsidies from other administration.
1: It's another kind of contamination, and it leads to another question. We used to hear that foreigners' companies complain about level playing fields. It's hard to arrive on the China market and to be treated like Chinese companies. How this
0: system can help? Um, First of all, I think that uh, foreign companies have um, an history of uh, compliance, which is different uh, than than, uh, local players. And uh, uh, foreign companies uh, in the U.S. or in Europe uh, are under the pressure of local regulation, uh, such as the FCPA regulation to uh, to regulate the anti-corruption, which are already super strong and super strongly implemented with extraterritorial extraterritoriality effect. Uh, in France and in Europe, we also have some anti-corruption acts. Yes. And for example, so so the history of uh, compliance in in companies. Let's take also the tax uh, the tax compliance in uh, in, in Europe. It's uh, it's much more sophisticated than. Uh, than the than the regime in China, so the history of uh, uh, foreign companies is um, that they have already uh, inputs. Uh, they already have in their DNA the, the compliance programs. And they they may actually uh, have, uh, 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 let's say, a, a benefit, a benefit, an advantage uh, on some local players. Let's say, when uh, you are talking about groups that have this compliance program uh, in their DNA already.
1: You are talking about groups, and I know you have an extensive experience in M&A. How this system can impact the way you may lead your GV or your M&A? So,
0: so, as Greg was saying in the beginning, the the corporate social credit is not new. So, uh, when we were doing, uh, uh, first of all, acquisitions, uh, we uh, we have been auditing the corporate social credit for a long time already, mm-hmm. and, and we were monitoring the impact on tax and customs and all the departments that are already publishing some information so somehow the the social credit system now is helping because we can find more easily mm-hmm. some of the information that's one thing in uh, other aspects it will push the the companies to be more compliant in their m a for example, if you partner in a jV is selling shares and does not pay uh, related taxes. Mm. It may have an impact on uh, on his uh, own uh, credit, which may later on impact your JV.
1: So you can be impacted if someone else is not behaving, right?
0: Yeah. Again, we are coming back to the contamination. Yes. Okay. The contamination uh, may come from your uh, subsidies. It may come from all the companies that you are controlling. It may come from. Uh, some of the employees, such as the legal representative or the person in charge of the, uh, the, the finance department, it may come from your JV partners. So we have to monitor this, uh, this partner. <coughs> some questions well, just, up in the air. Sorry, Will Bruno. You? Suppliers,
2: yeah. Yeah, before you talk about suppliers, um, you know, what I've been observing in my <coughs> 15 years doing this in China was that generally speaking, except for very, very large, well-organized uh, companies. When you do a JV with a Chinese partner and your Chinese partner comes out with names of uh, board representative, you never ask why and who are these people. And the, uh, the contamination system is going to force all these foreign companies to know exactly who they're dealing with and pay attention to that. And they can't just close their eyes and say, yeah, that's fine. And that's, that that's, that creates, you know, a good dynamic as well. Um, so that, that's something kind of very positive. Mm. Because if they know it, they don't do it, it might just fire back.
1: Okay. Um, to come back on this uh, question of you have to be kind of sure of your business partners. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, your reputation can be damaged and all the consequence you've mentioned. I would like to know, is the corporate social credit a public information? I guess somehow, yes, because if I want to conclude a GV or MA, I need to find all this information on my potential new partners. What can you say on that, uh, Gregory?
2: Yeah, well, it's um, it, it's a very good question, actually, because um, a lot of, I mean, recently, clients have been asking us to help them check their own credit score, because they don't know what, how to do it. It takes a lot of time. Uh, it's not like you just press a button and and you obtain a reply. It's more sophisticated. So, so you need to talk to, uh,
1: at, Take the phone. There is no easy way yeah. to find this information.
2: I mean, it's not systematic uh, because, uh, again, you know, it depends where you are. It depends, um, you know, uh, it depends if you're part of a group. And usually that's I mean, we're talking about multinationals. Uh, you have 30 or 40 entities in China. Um, uh, and if, you, if you're the headquarter, you don't necessarily want to get information directly from your, your subsidiary because you don't want them to know that you're monitoring what they're doing. Yes. You see what I mean? Yes,
1: yes, of course. Okay, so, it's kind of the
2: strategy. Yeah, Alors, yeah exactly. Yeah.
0: Some information are public and can be found yeah. on, uh, for example, uh, Credit China. And some websites are under preparation in order to provide the public some uh, easy or you know uh, user friendly research tool. So uh, today we can talk about Credit China, for example, but uh, later on we uh, we are still waiting for some more developed uh, platform to uh, to check. Um, so some information is public and, and and as of to date the the, the corporate social credit is a, a tool. That uh, allows uh, people to to check uh, public uh, registration information on a company and and some very basic information such as the list of the bad payers, including uh, very interestingly the list of the uh, state-owned companies that are bad payers, right? right. So it's uh, it's uh, it's already the beginning of the the, the the public access to this uh, to this information. However. Uh, we, we have to take into consideration the fact, as, as Greg was saying, that in order to check uh, you know, the local application of the social credit, it's true that we still have some difficulties uh, to know what are the criteria and to, to check how the local administration are implementing this in, in practice. This will be streamlined later on.
1: I guess uh, it's something as a law firm you monitor very closely. I would like to address one last question before we move to the impact of the COVID-19. When you are on the bad side of the CSCS, when you are on the blacklist, when you don't behave, is it possible to go back and to become on the good side?
2: Well, yeah, the, 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 of course, that's that a key question. All right? um, you, if you want to go back, you means you need to appeal. Um, to, so there is a, a, the orig- there is a legal yeah. process there
1: is, you, you have yeah to, there's a route yeah
2: there is a, there is a route uh, you may appeal uh, I'm not sure about the uh, the success of the appeal. I've never seen a success story here, but most likely what you do is you try to file for score repair, which is not an appeal because an appeal means that the company the you asking for the original authority to change their opinion on you on what you did. But if you apply for a score repair, it just means that you're doing whatever it takes to uh, actually go remedy back on the,
1: right the situation.
2: Side. Okay. Yeah, so uh, it takes time. If you grade D, uh, it's gonna take. You know, you're not gonna be able to go from D to A. Mm-hmm. So you need to apply. You mean you need to do whatever it takes to become C the next year, and maybe you know B or A the following year.
1: Yes, completely. Because
0: yes. of today, it's more a negotiation process with the authorities that have uh, punished you. So first, the first thing is to be be aware of what is going on, and that's the the awareness is uh, auditing. Uh, that's what we help people to do. to do that, and then it's a negotiation process because we are still under the let's say uh, I would consider that we're still under a preliminary system.
2: Yeah, we have time. I mean, that that's a good thing. Bruno, you're right. Uh, yeah, right now, I mean, we've we 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 hear clients telling us, yeah, we've been graded C or D somewhere. And we want to amend that, Uh, but you still have time to negotiate right now. So that's very that you probably have this seven, eight, nine months, you know, a time frame where you can obtain, you know, uh, positive uh, input from administration because they're testing the system as well. Yeah,
0: and later on we we see on creditchina.gov.cn the the, the Credit China website. We we can
1: share after the presentation.
0: Yeah, We, we will. We will share some information also on our website on that. The idea is that you see a credit restoration process guideline. So there will be later on a system to, uh, to check that.
1: Do you know when you are on the blacklist? Do you receive a notification, something officials? How do you know that?
0: Well, um, being on the blacklist, uh, you can be on uh, several blacklists from several uh, administration and uh normally you know because it, be, being on a blacklist is the the result of a pretty serious you know breach of uh, regulation, so you're not on a blacklist like that suddenly
1: um, mm. um you see it coming so
0: normally it's also the result of a uh, uh it's not only it shouldn't be the sole you know sanction that you're facing you should have like fines in addition to the blacklist, so it's normally an administrative process you are aware of.
1: Okay, you see see it coming. Uh, As time goes by, we're going to switch soon to the COVID-19. We still uh, receive some of your questions. We have a wrapping uh, question and answer session at the end, so uh, if your question has not been addressed now, it's going to be addressed later. Um, So obviously... um, And we state this at the beginning of the session, COVID-19 is not impacting the agenda of uh, CSCS implementation, but it still has an impact. Um, The the crisis, the virus crisis has an impact on this uh, corporate social credit and uh, reciprocally. So, um, So the situation in China, we are just between uh, epidemic recovery and contagion contagion control and economic recovery. This is where we are in China now. We are um, going through um, this uh, crisis with the economic recovery at the end of the process. Um, we know the situation is very different, of course, uh, in Europe, um, but let's uh, focus here on the, on China. How uh, CSCS has been used or is used uh, during the COVID-19? Is it a tool, uh, part of a crisis plan of China? Uh, Greg, maybe you can address that question?
2: Uh, yeah, again, you know, it's, it's very interesting, and that's what we're seeing later on is that Chinese, China activity was absolutely paralyzed during the um, the outbreak. And the only regulation, you know, we could see taking place were about the CSCS, how it's gonna impact your credit score, or how it's not gonna impact your credit score. So it was like, you know, the uh, TSCS was becoming the alpha and omega of the system. Um, so m- 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 mostly, you know, uh, Uh, breaching thing for your social contributions, um, that would not be uh, counted as uh, negative in your CSCS, otherwise that would be, but if you were, you know, profitering the uh, the crisis, uh, you know, to sell uh, fake uh, medical equipment goods, for example, that would impact you. Yes, but um,
1: this, I, I mean, selling bad medical equipment There is really a will to breach the law. I'm talking more about all these companies that are struggling to pay some rental or to pay the tax or maybe even to pay their own staff or maybe having some HR decision that is not maybe the best HR decision because this is a crisis time. And in crisis, more specifically, as I mentioned with my survey, if you don't have a crisis plan ready, you may take some decision that may have an impact on your credit score because the CS yeah, is not stopping. let yeah, it. yeah. keep going.
2: Yeah, maybe so, the principle. Down. Yeah, the principle is if you you in case of default or if you make a you know a good face mistake because of the outbreak, this is not recorded in your CS. Yes, yes, that's the general principle. For, for,
0: for the moment, it's true that uh, yeah. there is a, a general waiver of the obligation of the, the sanction on the on the social credit. If you are in default. Uh, uh, so if you, if you fail to pay, or if you're if you're if you delay your payment due to the coronavirus crisis, uh, obviously uh, new regulations have been issued in, in in some municipalities or in some provinces, such as Shanghai, Beijing, and Jiangsu, for example, according to which uh, this will not be recorded as bad record. Um, it's, uh, it's 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 it's. It shows that the, the the authorities are also taking into account the a global situation in order to modify <coughs> the the values that needs to be uh, defended. Yes. Yes. Um, but for example, when you are saying uh, if you uh, sell fake medical equipment, uh, it, there will be a that's a, a violation strong, of law. That's, that's, that's a, different. Yes, also, and on top of that, there will be a strong Finger. impact. On your social credit, and you may be actually blacklisted or downgraded in some cases. <laughs> you, that you will have an impact on all the aspects of your corporate life. Same thing, for example, for the um, the mass layoff uh, in uh, during the corona the coronavirus crisis.
1: It's absolutely not okay, and it may impact your CSs because we saw many enterprise considering um, massive layoff of their staff or. So trying to find some in between scenario with their staff, but while not keeping in mind that CSCS is recording everything, right?
0: Yes. um, So there are some specific regulation to protect employment during the the COVID-19 crisis, uh, according to which you are are not, uh, as an employer, you're not entitled to uh, terminate labor contract uh, if your company is uh, under administrative closure. Or if your employees cannot work due to isolation period, or uh, if they are, uh, if they have a travel ban due to the to the crisis, for example in Roubaix, the then in this case you cannot terminate this labor contract. That's
1: very interesting. That,
0: and if you do so, you may have, uh, you may have specific sanctions. Interestingly, interestingly, in this specific period where foreigners are coming back, we have seen a new regulation issued, such as. Uh, the untruthful declaration before entering China, uh, which right. may actually impact also your, uh, your your social credit.
1: So let's talk about contagion again. You mean you go back to China, you are the CEO of your enterprise, and you don't respect your quarantine, for example, it may impact your corporate uh, credit score? Yes,
0: it may actually impact the corporate social credit of your company. Your own and the one
1: of your company.
0: Yes, because a specific regulation has been issued. If you are actually uh, wrongly uh, or untrustfully uh, declaring uh, things uh, when you enter China, you may have impact. And I think that the breach of the the isolation period may also trigger some some criminal uh, penalties, which may have an impact on the social credit. this needs to be specified and we need to double-check the details and into which extent it may impact the, the corporate social credit. But we may anticipate that the, the, in this very specific period, the government wants to sanction this uh, anti-social behaviors.
1: Yes, and the, I mean, we can feel the anxiety is very high. Um, because of the virus, of course, but also in China because there is many, many regulations, uh, especially specifically uh, on uh, staff protections, HR, uh, quarantine and so on. And sometimes this stress, this anxiety may lead people to take the wrong decision or else, as you said earlier, to cut the corner. We can see foreigners going back and forth from Europe to China, which is absolutely not okay today, and that it may be also sanctioned. You can do it, but you have to be, of course, compliant. Um, we receive many times the advice that to understand well the crisis in China and to be the most compliant is to be local. Go to your closest, um, um, I would say, uh, encounter the people with who you're going to have some business relationship or your building office or your home office to know what you can do and what you cannot do. It's to go local. But we can see on the last Bencham survey that we still have some companies that take some decision from headquarters in Europe. And this decision under this crisis time, uh, maybe some irrational decision. I won't say irrational because it's not 100% then irrational. Less adapted. Yes, not adapted. And it's more specifically not adapted to the so, to the CSCS. So we can see that the more the decisions are taken very close to the ground, so in China, very close to your staff, very close to your business, the best it is. And the more it's far and the Less, less compliant it is. We can really see there is something um, in correlations. So yeah. that's a very interesting impact on enterprise with decision that may be not super one hundred percent rational. Decision. Yes,
0: um, an interesting, uh, an interesting thing that we have observed is that um, many managers uh, from foreign companies are foreigners, and they they left China for a very long period. And, you uh, mean at the
1: beginning of the crisis? At the beginning of the crisis, so and they're
0: they they not coming back. few of them are coming back. We also see now that the, the the crisis is spreading in Europe. We see some managers that came back, uh, taking the plane to uh, back to Europe uh, to uh, to join their family that stayed in Europe and to basically face the situation in in Europe with their family.
1: That's a very personal situation. That's a
0: very personal situation, but actually many foreigners are are actually now doing this and. Uh, and we ob- we are observing this. The point is, uh, uh, in these companies, uh, where there um, clear uh, delegation of powers, where there clear um, policy to keep complying with the with the you know keep complying with the laws, or um, are there some uh, alternative management uh, or corporate governance put in place? When the manage the local managers are actually gone so we may anticipate some potential risk in companies uh, if no clear uh, corporate governance mm-hmm. has been put in place in order to uh, to, 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 to to manage the to manage the crisis in China locally we may see actually a breach of regulations due to uh an, you know um,
1: Yes, due to the situation that may lead to not one hundred percent accurate, not one hundred percent accurate.
0: Exactly, exactly. People make cut corners during the crisis.
1: Yes, and you emphasize something that I think is very interesting. You said it's very important to have a good corporate management, a good uh, good governance, but also good communication. As you said, you may have staff behind you. Uh, that may take decisions that are not uh, compliant. So it's very important to have a very, very clear communication among your teams. And we have a question here. Um, It's not 100% linked to the COVID-19, but we may link it. It's how how employees can impact during this situation on CSCS. Is it linked? Is it there is contagion? Um, uh, We can see that there is a concern about this.
0: So again, not all the employees are impacting the company, first of all. It's uh, mostly the legal representative and the person in charge of uh, departments that are under scrutiny, such as customs, uh, tax, accounting, finance, basically, uh, and potentially later on uh, uh, data transfer, so cybersecurity, maybe uh, personal data managers. So they, they, they may have an impact on the company. And
1: that's that's still uh, accurate with the crisis today? Yeah,
0: so okay. uh, we may, uh, that's something to be checked in details, but uh, for example, if these people are personally not compliant with uh, this very specific regulation on isolation or unfaithful uh, uh, declarations when they come back to China, uh, we may we have to check yes. how it will impact That's true. The, the companies.
1: Because if someone is coming back from Europe and is wrongfully um, um, informing the government about his uh, medical situation, and then going back to work and potentially contaminate other workers, this is a very
0: may, that may trigger some liabilities yes. of, the, of the of the of the executives because you have uh, an obligation to ensure the safety of your team in China. And uh, in this respect, uh, especially in this, in this scenario, if you are a manager and you don't ask your team to comply with the isolation period and you force them to come back or you let them come back without uh, complying with these uh, very specific situations, uh, you may have a problem.
1: That's very interesting because we saw a lot of company pushing hard to have staff to coming back to work in order to put all the efforts on economic recovery. But mm. actually, that may be wrong, right? Uh, that yeah. may not be the right um, strategy at the at the moment. So um, I think I think this uh, COVID nineteen is giving a lot of emphasis to this uh, corporate social credit. It's a very first. Uh, case study, business case, a very uh, big-scale application of this uh, corporate social credit. What you, uh, both of you as a lawyer, would you suggest uh, to your client, what is the kind of key takeaway we may give to our audience now uh, regarding the application of CSCS during the COVID-19 episode?
0: I think it's keep keep, uh, auditing. Uh, Greg, uh, what do you think about that?
1: Auditing and monitoring.
0: Right? Yeah, I think that uh, the audit, uh, the audit is still uh, uh, very important, and um, we are in a period where, again, the the, the authorities are not stopping their, uh, their implementation pretty, yes. of the of the social credit. Um, so,
2: yeah, review your corporate governance. Yeah. I think that's a very important uh, moment to do it because make sure that. Um, you know, you don't put all your eggs in the same basket and uh, try to assess what are the risks that someone uh, that's great negatively impact the other uh, companies. And on a very, very
1: eating. practical point of view, I am a manager. I have a team of 15, 20, 100 people in China. What should I do? It's a, it's an email campaign with a lot of communication about this, emphasize that it exists, the CSCS is here and it's monitoring. It's also uh, reminding all the duties of everyone in this situation um, on a very practical point of view. Yeah, but
2: I think communication is key and make sure that everybody knows what they got to do. Okay. Well, okay. So, liable, so uh,
0: uh, also, Greg, you may want to talk about the specific audit uh, uh, procedure that we have put in place for our clients in uh, in some cases. That's uh, that actually uh, these precedents yeah. are interesting to to explore. To because understand. you know, it,
2: yeah, this is true. Because it's it's a very I mean again you know I mean like it's a, it's a self compliance exercise. You need to anticipate. So it means you need to spend time with your own staff and and ask questions. You know, so you need to have a lot of questions. Cross check a lot of information internally to make sure that you're ready. So as much as you can, you know, um, go through interviews with key persons to try to determine where the risks are right now.
0: Actually, there are, so the procedure of the, the self-auditing is a bit specific because it, in, it involves, it, it will involve, first of all, new tools to uh, to check the databases and some of the authorities' databases that need to be identified. That's, that's number one. Number two, because you, you, you want to know if you're under the, the scrutiny or if you're, under our watch list. That, that's the first thing. S- second thing is you have to set up the right list to audit your employees. You have to do a self audit of your uh, of your key employees that you need first to identify. And then you need to get them, disclose some information. Um, and, and of course, keep this information uh, in in line with the the, the cyber security uh, compliance course, program, of
1: course, that's that's also
0: key personal data yes. that are uh, actually uh, now a key point in China. Three, yes. you need to audit your your partners, especially if you have JV's uh, or if you have uh, uh, subsidiaries under the control of the holding in China. So you you, you really need to do specific audit list, uh, and and also um, have this. Um, reporting uh, system put in place and and, and, uh, uh, compliance programs put in place more actively.
1: Definitely, we can see that a massive communication (coughs) plan that will address both staff that need to be engaged in the company's project because they need to be compliant. But for that, they need to understand the project of the companies and what are uh, definitely, the values. I think it's also a massive communication plan towards uh, your suppliers, your business partners, um, and uh, keep a very constant uh, level of communication with all these people is uh, obviously paramount uh, during uh, this di- this crisis. Yes. Uh, as time is running, we can um, we can. I would like now to to talk about real cases. So since the beginning of the crisis, but more specifically, since the implementation of the CSCS has been announced, you Bruno and Greg, you have seen many uh, cases happening in your company. Maybe we have some uh, takeaway we may share with the audience today. Um, so I'm because there is so, what I like with your case study today is that it's all about solutions, so that's great. We have someone asking a question, and we did address at the beginning of the presentation, but maybe it's good to go back. We have someone asking how we can improve the score of a company. I guess I understand you had some kind of uh, uh case in your company, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, and um, just to just to <laughs> before starting the explanation, I think that it's the perfect timing. To discuss with the authorities in order to repair your your tax yes, uh, you trade can. because, uh, of course, if you want to benefit from some advantages, uh, you want to have the best uh, score in order to benefit from the uh, indulgence or the uh, assistance of the, uh, the, the, the the Chinese. So there is a
1: good momentum now to gain s- to win some points.
0: I think it's the right time to s- launch discussion with the authorities. If, for example, you have. Uh, a poor credit uh, grading uh, with tax or customs, or and for example, uh, maybe Greg, you want to to t- tell a few words about uh, uh, tax uh, tax uh, corporate social credit repair.
2: Yeah, I, I think you know um, uh, we. i I'm a very. Um, I'm just reading out my notes here because that that's very kind of technical. But I can give you an example of how to improve your score. So basically, um, as I said a bit earlier, you can either appeal or try to repair your score and and make it work through the next evaluation cycle, okay? So in some provinces, cycles go through 12 months, so it means you're going to have to wait for 12 months until you can get a better uh, grade. But in some other uh, provinces, uh, it could be much shorter. Uh, It could be three to six months, okay? So, and I've got this example in Nanjing, for example. Nan, Nanjing, for the environment uh, uh, CSCS, they give you a mark out of 12. I don't know why. I mean, probably like the driving license. I think that comes from here. Okay. Anyway, so if you receive a fine, let's say in January, and uh, you, you get a deduction of points, two to four points, usually depending on the amount of the fine. Uh, that would be, the deduction of points would be valid for six months. And so you you have they give you a color blue meaning that you are in breach of uh, the environmental CSES. and that that takes place in January. If you have no other deduction of point in July, you go back to green. So it gives you an idea of how how it could work uh, depending where and what area. So I, and there's a, I mean it's six months is uh, it's, it's it's like you know uh, being sent off. Or, you know during a game and be able and, and suspend it for a few time and then come back with the next game. so uh, that's that's really manageable but other places like you know Gansu environmental at CSCS, that case will work on it for one year one year that really impacts the whole activity of the company for you know for a substantial period of time. So I think it, the first thing would be talk to our administrations you know get someone in your company in charge of CSCS, maybe the same in charge of compliance. Go and talk to their administration to understand how they work.
1: Uh, yeah. Definitely
2: yes. I mean, it's if you, yeah, if we, if we're dealing, if we just add one word, but that's something that's going to concern everyone is labor law. Okay, like labor, you get a CSCS, you get a credit score for labor. That information is not public in many cases. In Beijing, for example, you need to go and talk to them, yeah. and they give you your credit score. They don't make it public, so you have to request. And then and, and and the thing is, if you had an employee that takes you to arbitration even if you're not, you know, you're not found, found guilty, that might impact your credit score. So it's all about stability for labor. Try to solve all the disputes you have with your employees before you have to go to arbitration because they consider that if you go to arbitration, you're going to clog the system with requests and that's negative for the also. Everybody
1: fine. wants to avoid that. There is something yeah. interesting. In, during the COVID-19 crisis, we can see a lot of enterprise doing amazing things to support uh, maybe some communities, some companies. Uh, we can see there is a very solidarity movement. And among Benedict's enterprise, we saw amazing enterprise doing a lot of donations um, regarding some people in difficulties. Is it a way to uh, win some incentive to win some bonus points regarding the credit social system?
0: Uh, clearly, in principle, uh, having uh, or taking actions uh, uh, of uh, corporate social responsibility is a way to win points. Today, uh, to my knowledge, the the system is not precise enough and does not specifically specifically say so what i can tell you is what we what we have uh, seen during the crisis many companies that have done donation and uh, we we, uh, we have experienced that ourselves we did some small donations of uh, masks to some hospitals you mean
1: you as a law firm you as, as a law firm
0: we okay. we did some donation and we have we have received a visit of the administration uh, so you
1: it has been acknowledged right
0: they uh, we have not publicly mentioned anything, but they were they were aware of the donation and they said that they were aware and that they will help us in uh, some of, uh, in, in if we have some actions to do with the administration, they said, uh, let us know and we will be helpful. So there was a interesting communication that has happened. And um, I think that it's not clearly a bonus in the corporate social credit. And as of today, I don't think that uh, regulations or... No, or it
1: won't be written down, right? It's not
0: written yes. down, yes. obviously, however uh, uh, whether uh, taking some actions in line with the with the corporate social responsibility, and there are some actually public lists of actions that can be taken. Oh, uh, maybe the, we can example, publish
1: this after the presentation. Yeah, we can, yes. we can publish
0: some links that may later on be recorded in, uh, in, the, in the companies and may help uh, personnel and companies to win points, I think.
1: That's, that's very interesting, although I personally think that doing good during a crisis should be part of your DNA and strategy. It's a bonus if it gives you some bonus points, yes. but anyway, that's a very uh, personal uh, point, uh, point of view. Yeah. Um, we, we talk a lot about this uh, medical context we have uh, for the moment, um, but there is also another context I don't want to forget about it. It's the, aver- the environmental law. We can see that China is on its way to become more and more greener, and uh, we can see it's also included in the CSCS. Do you have maybe an example to share on compliance about environmental law?
0: Um, yeah, what we what we have seen is um, companies which uh, were not compliant in uh, with environmental law have been uh, sanctioned uh, uh, either uh, on the corporate aspect, but also on the on, on the uh, on the side of the executives, and executives were personally held liable. And uh, in some cases, uh, some of our clients uh, mentioned the fact that uh, after some uh, environmental uh, sanction, they have also uh, suffered uh, loss of uh, public advantages. And uh, the, the loss of some uh, tax uh, uh, status, which we are granting advantage. Mm. So clearly it shows that uh, 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 the breach of the env- environmental law in China will trigger blacklisting and will trigger, a, a, a let's say, side effects that may affect companies.
1: That's, that's very interesting. Greg, do you have something to add on this? Maybe on another... Uh, maybe on an other topic, not maybe environmental, but more industrial, because. Um,
2: um, yeah, I think there's something interesting. I mean, like people might encounter is uh, we were doing uh, an acquisition and advising uh, the client. We what what came about is that the uh, the target uh, was not uh, compliant in for for the tax. Okay, and um, so the question was really. Uh, First, the clients wanted to take control of the company, and we advise, all right, maybe you should take, you know, minority stake because you, you, it's going to impact you in terms of contamination, okay. and, and 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 in the contract documentation, make sure that you have undertakings to remedy to this situation over, and that in a couple of years, whenever you know the improve the grading, then we can uh, be a majority stakeholder. So that that's uh, the kind of thing we we encounter. Uh, industry-wise, to reply to your question, the question is, is mostly about construction or environment. I mean, from from what I've seen so far. Uh, so environment. I mean, I already discussed the, uh, the, the 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 color uh, scheme they have in Lansing. Um, construction. You know, uh, if if you if you want to construct your own uh, factory, uh, make sure that uh, actually someone. Is doing it for you, and this person can actually uh, have the potential liability attached to construction CSCS on them and not on you, so that you won't be as liable in case of problem. So that that's a recommendation I can make, and we've seen in the past. But yeah, so far that's that's about what we've seen. Okay,
1: understood. I'm the most, I
2: mean, I would say you know, I mean, just overall, the most developed system as of today. All right, right, are customs, tax, and labor
1: yes okay so um if i am a company i would like to know where i have to be uh compliant what are the topic. Uh, I want to draft a list. Uh, I know it's very bottom line, but I want to start somewhere. Of course, I take very good lawyers. Uh, we have many adventure. That's great. But I mean, otherwise, you start your list. What do you put on your list? What's, what are the point of attention? You mentioned tax and custom. Uh, I mentioned environment. What else? We mentioned also HR during the COVID nineteen uh, crisis. What's the what is the, the kind of flow chart we can give to companies that are listening now?
0: So first of all, we need to define, your rights right, the, the topics. And by topics, yeah, we mean uh, departments, such as tax, custom, environment, labor, um, and also um, um, cybersecurity uh, with a, a very strong impact of the management of the data and the personal data. And clearly, the, the, the data transfer and the, the cybersecurity will be a, a, a huge, uh,
1: Topic okay. On the CSCS? Orders,
0: the CSCS okay. for sure. Then you have to uh, you have to check. Uh, you have to 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 also include in this list key personnel and uh, partners.
1: What do you mean, key personnel? Key
0: personnel means uh, legal representative and all the person in charge of the department of the key departments of the company.
1: Okay.
0: So the the then what what we have seen in when we were launching uh, due diligence for groups is that the the, the Groups have uh, several entities in China. Not all the entities uh, have all these departments Check. So so in order to launch an audit, you will have to identify the, the, let's say, a a sample of the entities uh, that will offer you the possibility to check all these areas okay so you will need a, a production entity you with uh, some employees and with a environmental proce- uh environmental you know, process process and uh, and also uh, HR you will have like uh, the, the the maybe the management company of the group uh, with uh, finance with the finance with the the, the, the tax and uh, you will have also the logistic the trading entity mm-hmm. to uh, to take into account to do like a test and then you you do a first period of testing in order to see how your company is organized. Okay, that's right. And that's how we proceed. And then later on, you can extend the good practice that you will define the, during this audit or at okay. the end of the, the audit to other entities. The big difficulty is that the, the regulation is national, but also local. So in your tests, in your t- in your sample, you also need to see what are the main differences or the big differences from one province to the other,
1: right, the, the the layers yes. we were talking about so, at the beginning. So you
0: will take uh, an entity in Shanghai, another in Beijing, and maybe another in you know um, a second tier or third tier city mm. to uh, have a, a, a let's say a good uh, list of samples of your group and how uh, the local authorities will react. It's also very interesting. Uh, and then what are the constraints uh, to find the, 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 the the data
1: mm-hmm. to audit. That's that seems a very lengthy pro- uh, <coughs> process. It takes time, right? A collection
0: of data takes time.
1: That, that was my question. How inside a company we should collect this data? Because I understand we collect the data and then we provide, we give them to the authorities. How we, how we are supposed to collect the data to be also compliant in the data collection? And that's
0: where uh, I think that uh, maybe uh, foreign groups have uh, an advantage here. Is that they have an internal audit system. system. They have the culture of reporting. Reporting,
1: it's like SAP. So, yes, so, like that. so
0: that's where we can, uh, let's say, bet that foreign groups may have a, a, an advantage in mm-hmm. order to organize the proper data flow to audit and to, let's say, report the right data to the compliance officers or to the, the person in charge of uh, the.
1: The corporate social credit that's for clients. that's for the collections once you have your data you need to analyze them like an audit can it be internal or sh- it has to be external like in order to be also compliant
0: like like always when it's uh, when when you do such an audit and this is uh, very uh, transversal having external consultants is uh, much better because uh, it, it will raise the question on, on which department uh, shall take that on its budget mm. and which department shall uh, give instruction to the other department. It may create actually this audit, may create uh, uh, resistance internally if it's done uh, by uh, internal teams, uh, for
1: sure. And another things we don't mention, it's something you have to do constantly. So it's not one shot, right? It's uh, something you have to monitor all the time, you yes, to set up the process okay. and then
0: monitor. For
1: sure. Yes, and then it's so it's not a one-shot thing. It's something that. Has and,
2: and, and you need to monitor regulations as well. Yes, I mean because you know there's so many things happening on this field that you need to look at both. You know internally how, how you make it work with dashboards, etc., but also what's happening with new regs that are getting issued every day and every two you, weeks or every month.
0: You need to report. You need to uh, monitor, but you need to implement the change. Yes. So you need to really uh, inject uh, change culture in your company if you detect some uh, some issues?
1: You mentioned something very interesting is that company's culture. Um, I would suggest uh, as a chamber to real, to my members <laughs> to really take the CSCS as part of the corporate culture. It's something you mentioned Greg at the beginning, it's typically Chinese culture and as every companies that want to implement in China they have to not only understand the culture, but also integrate this. And the CSCS is maybe a very hard way to implement Chinese culture or the culture of the country where you are. But actually, it is. It's something, yes, as you said, it has to be part of your corporate culture, right? Exactly. So it has to be clear on your communication internally and externally. Right?
2: Right.
1: Um,
0: Sure. And, And you have to implement that in your JVs where uh, integration is, you know, is always a key issue and a, a key concern of the, of the groups and of uh, many, many cl- clients that we are actually assisting for, for these kind of topics.
1: Um, we see a question here. Does this CS, CSCS system is equivalent to the ISO uh, 9001 <coughs> system? What are the major difference? We see so ISO is very very famous in Europe. We see a lot of companies that are displaying the ISO score, and, um, and this score is also evolving, and it can uh, address different kind of uh, compliance. What is the difference with this system and the ISO system?
0: ISO is helping you to be more compliant, I would say. So it's helping you to to have a culture of process and of a compliance. culture of compliance. Um, The the, the big difference is that, um, uh, again, if you don't comply in one area, the whole company and the whole, uh, you know, all the departments may suffer. So that's uh, the... the, the I think,
2: you know, ISO ISO is more focused on process, whereas the CSCS is more focused on results, if I, I put it this way.
1: Yes. Okay, that's, yes, that's that's definitely um, an interesting way to, to put it that way. We also mentioned, sometimes we can see in some literature that the CS system is inspired by what we can see in USA. Is that true?
0: Uh, Greg, uh, at the beginning, I think you mentioned uh, the FICO, uh, the FICO yeah, system. I'm sorry, I'm, and, uh,
2: yeah, I, I, I missed your awful. question. I'm sorry, It was, it's breaking up a little bit. Can you repeat that?
0: Yeah, the, is the corporate social credit in China inspired by uh, uh, what we see yeah. in other countries? And I think that, uh, Greg, at the beginning, you mentioned the, the inspiration from the FICO system. Uh, yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, 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 no, de- de- definitely. I mean, that, that the idea is really to get something similar to what they have in the U.S., but with Chinese characteristics. Uh, so it's it's uh, I would say it's a real-time uh, experiment that, that what makes it so captivating, actually.
0: Yeah, I think that <laughs> an interesting consequence of this is that the the, the the corporate social credit in China may
2: inspire actually yes. uh, other systems. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, I'm sure. I mean, you may or may have not heard about impact investment. Okay. Uh, that, that's taking place in Europe. I mean, everybody talking oh, about sorry, impact investment. I it again?
0: I, I impact investment. It. Okay.
2: Impact. In, impact impact investment, meaning that when you you know when you manage funds and you make investment, it needs to I mean you you raise money as a startup, it needs to be meaningful on the CSR uh, uh, approach. So that that's I mean somehow it's it's a very European way uh, to to do a CSCS system. You know, you just invest money if people are actually being. Compl- well,
1: I think yep. we we lose uh, we lose Gregory as time is running I think um, we're going to start to wrap up uh, soon with the key points um, on my side and maybe uh, Bruno and Greg can uh, say additional things but what I remember and this is one of very interesting things is that CSCS corporate social credit system is really something cultural and something that you need to implement in your company's culture um, in order to implement it well. This uh, company's culture that has to be compliant should uh, be reflected in your communication, either internally, but also externally. You have to be very clear with your staff, but also your business partner, your potential business partner, your key personal, what we are talking about, what we are expecting, and what may be the consequences. And I think to do that, you need to be very clear on who you are as we say, mission, vision, and values should be reflect the CSCS uh, compliance. That's, that's very important. Mm. Also on the system itself, I understand it's a complex system, but also a system in progress. We are in the implementation pr- process and things are changing fast. It's really hard for foreign company to understand where we are standing now. So very important, of course, to monitor the system very closely Either the, re- the regulation itself, but also where you are inside your company towards the years Are you compliant? Are you not? What are the reg- regulations? Is it changing? And so <coughs> on. So it's constant monitoring. And this constant monitoring should be integrated in your uh, day-to-day activities. This is, again, something part of your um, corporate culture. And it has to be very well-reflected uh, when you talk outside and inside of your companies. Regarding the impact of the COVID-19 on the CSCS, uh, the impact is a bit mixed, but for sure it's double. On one side, we can uh, keep in mind that for uh, some um, some aspects, the the, le- the legislator, the um, how to say, the, the authorities, the, the regulators, thank you, will be more uh, understanding, will be more let's say, relax when there is some, for example, delay or default because companies are under higher pressure um, because of the COVID-19. So there will, something will uh, happen. We can understand, but it has not been confirmed yet that also doing good during COVID-19 may also help you to be on the right track for CSCS, but this is TBC, to be confirmed. On the other side, the CSCS system May, um, may have a higher impact when you infringe the law. So for sure, if you are doing wrong and on purpose, um, I think the authorities will be very uh, regarding and very severe with every attitude that is going against the law. Like we said, illegal crimes such as driving up prices, uh, but also, and that's also very interesting, when you are um, violate the law on human resource. So all of you take good care of implementing HR measures during this COVID-19 situation that are compliance to the CSCS systems. We tend uh, to take some measures that maybe cut the corners during this crisis because um, some decision um, may have uh, some very direct implementation and fast implementation, but don't cut the corners here. Keep in mind that c s c s is a strategy it's not a one shot thing it's a strategy, and this strategy won't stop during um, the covid nineteen crisis so we can understand this double effect of the covid ni- of the c s c s application in the covid nineteen um, situations so um There is also something I would like to add that was enhanced by uh, the Bencham survey is um, the importance of um, being close to where you take your decision. If the decisions are taken from Europe, maybe it won't be 100% accurate to the situation and more specifically to the CSCS. So as we used to say, go local go to the closest point of contact and to your closest point of information to take measures, more specifically HR measure, uh, tax measure, um, to be compliant to the CSCS uh, system. Um, To finish, to wrap up my conclusion, I would say, uh, don't be afraid by the CSCS system. I don't think it's something that should impeach you to invest in China. I think it's a guideline, a framework, Um, This is something you can understand. You can have lawyers, you can have advisors that may help you navigating uh, during the system that will be now part of your life in China. So uh, I remain very positive uh, to to this system. I think um, it's uh, something that uh, will help uh, China to streamline the business environment. And we'll cut this bureaucratic red tape that maybe uh, creates some frustration among um, foreign companies. So that's what I used to advise to uh, Benelux company. Uh, don't be afraid by CSCS, just be well informed. Uh, this will create a self-regulating market and uh, at the end, we hope, hopefully, create a more even level playing field for um, foreign company. At the end, it will boost the economy and this economy boost is the economic recovery we're all waiting for to get out of this COVID-19.
0: Exactly, Cecilia, we share the same opinion. Thanks that's,
1: a lot. That's a great. Thank you, everyone. We're going to share um, this as a podcast uh, format after, um, After I think, at the end of the day, we can also share the deck that has been prepared by Leaf with all the points we mentioned. I will also share the outcome of the Benelux uh, COVID 19 survey part two. Thank you to all of you. Thank you for your attention. And I wish you a very nice day. Bye.
2: Again. Thank you, Cecilia. Thank you, Benjamin. Thank
1: you, Greg. Thank you Bruno.
0: Thanks for following us. If you want to know more, please check our LinkedIn page or our website www.leaf-legal.com. Looking forward to having you with us on LEAF Online.